Hello, and welcome to the Connect Podcast. This show is all about helping you connect to your soul's calling so you can take action on it. Because the sweetest success is a blend of discovering your purpose with the inner drive to bring it to life. I'm Sheila Botello, health coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and mom of two, best known for my online wellness programs, mentoring, and self-love passion. Listen in for inspiring interviews, solo chats, and Q&A sessions that will move you past overwhelm towards what lights you up. Stop accepting good enough and go for your version of great in your health, business, and relationships. Let's get started. Hey, welcome back. So much has happened in the last six months in the world. How are you doing? Wherever you're listening from, your life may have or may still be going through some very big shifts. Your life was one way before March 2020, and then, like most of us, it dramatically shifted. Regardless of where you're at in the world, in your finances, or your career, life as we know it has been divided into two very different time frames, pre-COVID and COVID. The world of post-COVID is not yet in sight. The middle place we find ourselves in has caused almost everyone, almost everywhere, to do life differently. And as more people have been awakening to the long-standing racial and social injustice around the world, there's important work to do. This commitment to become aware of what we don't know that we don't know is prompting what Rachel Cargill calls the great unlearn. If you want to deepen your understanding around current and historical issues surrounding race, women's rights, and her other philanthropic pursuits, go follow her self-paced syllabi on Instagram at the great unlearn. This is a time where we need to show up for each other in big and small ways. So can you, or should you, even be thinking about thriving personally right now? It's easy to look around and feel powerless. I need to let you in on something. I've been a passionate advocate for thriving since I was a little girl, so much so that I was told by my family that viewing life through rose-colored glasses could be disappointing. Somehow I kept those fancy shades in my back pocket, and I've been pulling them out ever since when I needed an uplifting change of scenery. My spiritual connection also gives me a great deal of hope. The common theme in my life that has been brought into my wellness offerings is that of hope, thriving, and a growth mindset. The way I see it, you're either growing or you're withering away. Which sounds more appealing to you? That's not to say that I'm not empathetic to the realities around me. Life can be extremely heartbreaking, and you can feel like giving up many times. As I alluded to in my trailer, I lost both of my parents and my only sibling over the last seven years, as well as a few other extended young family members. It makes absolutely no sense to me. It feels like such a waste. And yet, I'm still here. I have work yet to do, and I'm up for it. I hope you are too. Back to the original question. Can you or should you even be thinking about thriving right now? First, I'll say this. I believe that you and everyone should be asking the question, not should you be looking to thrive? We should all instead be asking, how can we thrive during this time? Because this is a time where everyone could use a little hope some sort of positive goal to work towards. There are so many things you can do to start thriving in your life, and the first begins with you, your mindset, 
your sense of purpose, your gifts, and your well-being. The well-being part? That's otherwise known as self-care. You know that buzzword that's been circling around social media for a few years? It's more than a spa day or a far-flung retreat. Now, hey, those things are amazing. And if you want to fully enjoy them, self-care is caring for the soul within yourself first. Getting rested, hydrated, and quiet so you can determine the direction you want to go next. Or if you're right where you need to be already. Self-care is part of our everyday language these days. We've heard all about self-care rituals and routines, why they're important, and how they integrate into our lives. So why is the most basic self-care still such a struggle for so many of us? Shouldn't it be a habit by now? My time in the wellness space has shown me how difficult it is for people to invest this kind of attention on themselves. So many other things take the lead and end up taking them out in their health and relationships. A friend of mine told me about a girlfriend she had that was vibrant, healthy, and involved in everything, all of her kids' activities. She supported her husband's business events, volunteered wherever she could, and always looked immaculate. She went to the gym and seemed really healthy. One day, she shared with my friend that she had been really tired in recent weeks. Nothing she did, no amount of green juice or caffeine, could lift her out of it. It turned out she'd been sleeping five hours a night for a prolonged period and was worrying a lot about what needed to happen each day. Her stress levels were so high and she wasn't even aware of it. She looked like she had it all together, but she was skipping meals, then binge eating in the afternoon for extra energy. She gave so much of herself away to everyone else that she was running on fumes. If she hadn't had her good friend point out to her that this was leading nowhere good, who knows where she'd be now? Because fortunately, she made some much-needed changes. In doing so, she realized that she had been afraid to say no to anyone, ever. So she always said yes. With some help and a lot of false starts, she slowly started to say no to the things that were overcrowding her life. She also started asking for help around the house and asking for time for herself. The family was actually so happy for the change because they were operating as a true family for the first time. The family grew much closer as a result, and she started to feel so much more happy and whole. I'm here to remind you that you are worth the investment, now more than ever. When you take care of yourself first, you are way more refreshed to contribute to those around you, And you show up much more powerfully as who you were meant to be. So the first thing you need to do to thrive during uncertain times is to decide to thrive. The second thing you need to do is to decide you're worth the investment and invest in your self-care. Since I believe this is so important, I created a free guide, Simplify Your Wellness Plan, Three Steps to Streamline Your Self-Care, and it walks you through specific steps to get you started with your own personalized self-care practice. It takes into account your energy and cyclical rhythms, so you can tailor it to how you feel every day. Go get it at SheilaBatello.com and look for the link under resources in the show notes for this episode. One of the biggest obstacles I've seen that stands in the way of people prioritizing their health over other areas of their life is that they don't think they're worth it. Now, you may want to disagree with that, but ask yourself, how often have you put off doing something good for you, like going to bed earlier 
or finally pursuing a creative interest so you can work later into the evening on that work project. The worthiness in this example is tied to a salary or a position in your organization. You and your life are priceless, and the value you bring to your work is also directly tied to how whole you are. Your worthiness is also deeply tied to a variety of things that you've experienced in your young life onward. It can become a habit to learn to take what you can get and hope someone will give you more at some point in the future. But the truth is that as wonderful as people are, they're more focused on their own day-to-day lives than on ours. Nobody can give you what you truly need except you. First, you need to determine what it is that you want. Then you need to ask yourself how you're going to get it for yourself. It's not that you can't find support from those around you, but your desire to have a certain quality of life needs to be driven from within. You've probably heard a story or two recently about people who've given their lives at work only to later be downsized as companies struggle in the new economy. Recent research shows that companies can actually thrive when their employees work fewer, more concentrated hours. People working from home are proving that in recent months. Now, while not all businesses can work within that model, some are finding greater productivity within at-home workforce. So what makes it work? Focus? Less commuter stress? Maybe the ability to get into the fresh air for breaks more readily? There are a variety of factors, but so many people I've talked to now who have been forced to work from home are loving the extra time they can invest in their health and their family life. But you have to be the one to make it happen for yourself. It's not always easy. That's why health coaches exist, for the accountability and the reminders to take care of you, which leads nicely into my last point. The third thing I'll suggest to help you thrive during uncertain times is find another person or group to make it happen together. Make it a family affair. When you're prioritizing your well-being with others, Everyone wins. If you're competitive, you can make a game out of it. When you start new habits with the support of others, the habits tend to stick. During this time of disconnection to physical community, it's been even more challenging. But the good news is there are many online groups committed to raising each other up. It's something that begins as a group of strangers, but soon becomes a group of supportive friends doing life together. Eventually, in-person meetups happen in parks and on patios that never would have happened if they weren't forced to connect differently. I've always been a fan of silver linings, even in really tough times. It's the way I connect to hope to get me through. I hope during this uncertain time, you can look around and find even a tiny glimmer of hope to hold on to. When you do, you'll start seeing more and more. You'll hear examples of this in the stories shared by my guests in future episodes. People around the world living their purpose in unique ways, overcoming unique circumstances. For now, go grab your free guide, Simplify Your Wellness Plan. Three steps to streamline your self-care over at the link in the show notes at sheilabatello.com. Until next time, here's to you finding new ways to thrive. Thank you so much for being here with me on the Connect Podcast. If you like this episode, please share it with someone you think would enjoy it. Also, if you head over to iTunes to leave a review, I'd be so grateful. 
Let us know what your favorite parts were and what you'd like to hear more of. It will help us have a greater impact, elevating many more people to grow and succeed together. See you next time.